Let's be honest. It's the first Monday of the new year, so now is the official start of 2020. The Christmas tree is down, we're getting back to our regular routines, and we may even eat a vegetable sometime this week. Today, by the way, is Monday, January 6th. Happy New Year. It starts for real today. Hi and hello. You have found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. I won't try to sell you an e-course, and this isn't a TED Talk. Think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I know you have a lot on your to-do list, so thank you for letting me come alongside you as you get stuff done. I am so glad you're here. Okay, I think we decided to call this year 2020, and there are experts out there saying that when we write the year out on important documents or on checks, we need to write all four digits of the year instead of just two zero. Allegedly, if we just write 20 as the year, someone can append 21 or 22 to the end of it so that it would appear that the date is 2021 or 2022. But, I mean, who writes checks these days? Probably the same people who still have their AOL email addresses. Who are you? I love you so much. How's your new year going so far? Mine has been ridiculous. Last Friday's episode was a side note episode about finding my face on the cover of a psychology textbook. But then that night as I was walking to bed, mind you, I wasn't doing anything crazy. I was walking to bed and I tweaked my back somehow. This is middle age friends. Beware. My plan this week, not for a New Year's resolution or anything like that, is to get to the gym for yoga or water aerobics just so I can stop hurting myself while doing nothing at all. This week, I was thinking about New Year's resolutions and why we fail them so easily. Remember, the drop dead date for those is January 17th. And I think it's because oftentimes we make resolutions on the basis of denial. We say we're going to stop eating carbs or stop yelling at our kids or stop shopping or stop mindlessly scrolling Instagram. But maybe that's the wrong way to go about things. I don't know about you, but I spend my whole day saying no. No, you can't have pudding for breakfast. No, we're not going to the park today. No, you can't watch another movie. And even for myself. No, I can't meet you for lunch. I have too much to do at home. No, we can't go out for dinner tonight. We spent too much going out to eat last week. I feel like I'm always saying no. When it comes to children, have you heard that advice to tell your kids what to do instead of what not to do? For instance, if your little angel is running around inside, supposedly it's more effective to sternly say, walk, instead of don't run. So maybe, maybe that's how we should think about New Year's resolutions. As you reflect back on 2019, what was the good there? Did a friendship deepen? Did you make strides at work? Did you notice you had more patience somewhere? Can you pinpoint specific moments of joy? If so, how can you get more of that in 2020? Some of my favorite memories of 2019 were our family adventures. I loved taking all the kids to Disney World and to Great Wolf Lodge, so I wanna make family adventure a priority in 2020. Granted, we can't afford to do big family vacations like that every year, but I think we can go on hikes or go skating or go camping together. I want more of that. Something else that I really liked in 2019 was speaking and teaching at church and various MOPS groups and conferences. So in 2020, I'd like to do more of that. I signed up for a webinar hosted by Melanie Dale. She's one of my favorite writers at Coffee and Crumbs about how to craft your stories into engaging talks. 
Talking into a microphone is in my top five favorite things ever. I mean, I hope that's obvious. I do it twice a week here. I've been able to speak at South by Southwest, Alt Summit, Mom 2.0, She Podcasts, but if I'm being honest, I don't know if I'm doing it right or well, and I'd love to be invited to speak at more things more often. So one of my more goals for 2020 is to invest a little more time and a little more money into getting better at the things I enjoy doing. This webinar is $15, plus I get to sit under the wisdom of a friend that I really admire and respect professionally. If you have a more goal for 2020, can I point you to a couple really great resources? Exhale Creativity is a creative community just for mothers. It was founded by Ashley Gad, the founder of Coffee and Crumbs, and the instructors are Coffee and Crumbs writers. But I know a little bit about what happens behind the scenes there, and I can tell you with all confidence that these women really care about what they're teaching, they care about the community, and they pour so much heart into what they teach. So if writing or speaking is one of your endeavors, check them out at exhalecreativity.com. If you want to pick up a new skill or learn a new craft, there are big sites like Skillshare and Udemy, but it can be a little overwhelming to choose which of those courses to take. For instance, on Skillshare, there are 67 podcast courses, and it's for sure hard to suss out which ones are great. But Britain Co. offers a lot of courses. I've taken acrylic and watercolor classes from them, and A Beautiful Mess offers some courses on social media and podcasting that look top-notch too. A Beautiful Mess has a podcast course taught by John and Sherry from Young House Love, and I want to take it. I've linked all of those in the show notes, but here's something important I want to tell you. This is a show for moms, and I have to acknowledge that in motherhood, there are a lot of seasons. I had three hard years when I was new to Georgia, when my kids were very little and very needy, and my word of the year was just survive. I didn't have the bandwidth to consider podcasting or writing or painting or heck, even showering with any sort of regularity. My days were spent nursing or waiting on children to wake up from naps. So if that's you, be encouraged. Maybe the most you can do in this season is to just be present for your kids and your partner. Your word this year may be survive. It may be rest. It may be pause. So no matter what your 2020 looks like for you this year, remember, your year isn't going to look like anyone else's year. My prayer for you is that no matter what this season looks like for you, that you're growing, either in patience or joy or love or strength. Maybe this is your year to flourish, but maybe this is your year to plant or to water or to wait. Just be sure that it's the year you write the whole year out when you're writing important documents though, okay? Did you happen to get any Christmas money? money that you were told to treat yourself with? For today's sponsor spotlight, I want to point you to Noonday Collection, a fair trade accessories company that provides dignified jobs to people living in vulnerable communities. What people want most in the world is the opportunity to flourish, not with a handout, but many people in hurting parts of the world want to flourish by being able to use their own hands and to own their own business. While everybody wants a good job, very few people in the developing world have the opportunity for dignified work. At Noonday, we believe that creating dignified jobs in vulnerable communities is a powerful way to alleviate poverty. I'm an independent ambassador for Noonday Collection, which means I get to help our global artisans connect with customers here by sharing the Noonday story. You can learn more about the company, shop, and see my favorites at todaybytheway.com slash Noonday. You can even sign up to host a trunk show with me in your home or online. Yes, I will come to your house and I will style you and your friends and share the Noonday story with you in person. Or we can do that together online. 
Right now, Noonday is having an incredible New Year's sale as we get ready to make room for our new spring line. The two-tone teardrop earrings are made in Ethiopia of reclaimed and recycled artillery casing, which is such a beautiful story of redemption. Right now, they're $28. They go with anything, and they help women find meaningful work after being rescued from living on the street. Visit todaybytheway.com slash noonday to shop with heart today and to check those earrings out. This week's Today By The Way challenge demands that we turn our eyes to something we don't usually clean to clean it. It's always good to start the new year off fresh, so our simple challenge this week is to clean something you haven't cleaned in a long, long time. For me, that's my makeup brushes. I couldn't figure out why my skin was breaking out, and then as I was putting on my makeup for church last week, I thought, dang, when's the last time I washed this brush? I have a little solid makeup soap bar from Sephora that even came with a rubber thing you put in your sink to scrub your brushes, but I cannot tell you the last time I used it. So I spent a little time this weekend rinsing my makeup brushes. I'm getting ready to turn my attention to the shelves in my fridge this week too, which yuck, it has to be done. It needs to be done and I am so not looking forward to it. So that's one reason why it's this week's Today By The Way challenge. Show us what you got so we can cheer you on. Clean something small, like your makeup brushes or maybe your hairbrush, or clean something big, like your stroller or your van or your refrigerator, and tag that photo TBTW Challenge so we can marvel at how much you're rocking this new year already. I was reading about 2020 trend predictions and I laughed out loud when an article said meal prepping will be a 2020 trend based on the popularity of the hashtag meal prep Sunday. Not to be all like, I was doing this before it was cool, but this feels like it's been a mainstay for a long time already. I remember prepping salads into mason jars for the week long before I had kids, and moms in the 1980s were packing our lunches for the week in one go. Again, this just goes to show you that all things old are totally new again. That led me to take a look at other 2020 predictions across different categories so that this episode can be a time capsule of sorts. We'll be able to listen to this in one year from now and see if these trend predictions did in fact come true. In food news, I read not one, but two articles that said lasagna is a food trend that's coming in hot for 2020. One of these was in the Wall Street Friggin' Journal. Headline news, y'all. Lasagna, a hot new food trend. I had to read this article twice to make sure I understood. Just lasagna. I mean, note for the audio here, I'm just sitting here shrugging. That That's fine. I mean, it seems benign. I mean, we get lasagna at Costco and it's kind of the go-to dish I grab when I need to cook for a crowd or drop a meal off for a new mom. Apparently, it's making a comeback on restaurant menus everywhere. And maybe I don't eat at fancy enough places, but I don't know if lasagna ever really went away. What a strange prediction for a trend. Okay, next up, Pantone's color of the year is classic blue, which seems like a big departure from the years of pastels and fluorescents we've had. Classic blue, which I've linked a swatch of in the show notes, is simply that, a classic blue, like Dylan Panther's blue from Friday Night Lights Blue. I don't own a lot of clothing in this color, and there's no room in my house painted this color, so I'm curious to see how this color plays out. 2019's Pantone color of the year was Living Coral, a really bright pinky orange. Maybe I'm crazy, but I don't think Living Coral had a huge impact, and I don't really see the world getting jazzed about classic blue in the same way we were all about that millennial pink a few years back. In terms of fashion, Cosmo is predicting the rise of puffy sleeves, polka dots, pleats, billowy dresses, buttercup yellow, and cardigans. 
Yay! I love all of this. I can totally get behind all of this. I secretly think my style is girly grandma librarian or more specifically Ms. Frizzle from Magic School Bus. So all of those things will fit much better into that aesthetic than what I'm finding at Target lately, which is like all crop tops and very unflattering pants and dad sneakers. For the home, Architectural Digest just made my heart sing. You may know that I'm really terrible at home decor. I have lived in this house for five years and guess how many things I've hung on the wall? Zero. Zero. I have zero art hung up, friends. I collect things very slowly. I like weird things and I like old things. So I about squealed in delight when one of the home trends they're predicting was vintage maximalism. Y'all, that is my style. I haven't had a name for it other than I like weird old stuff until now. Architectural Digest predicts that 2020 will usher in a year of lots of color, warmth, antiques, and eclectic touches in the home. Wood in the kitchen instead of all white. Deep brown leather to warm up all white interiors. I am super excited about this. And thanks to a tip from my friend Katie, I've been checking the art at shopgoodwill.com to see if any large paintings come up that will help me finally decorate my home. Who knows? Maybe something classic blue will speak to me. Let me know what trends you are looking forward to in 2020. What do you hope stays behind in 2019? Let us know on Instagram. Let's talk about it. All right, friend, that is it for today. Happy real new year and best wishes to you on this first Monday of the decade. Today, we discuss what we'd like more of in 2020. I got to tell you a little bit about Noonday Collection. Our today, by the way, challenge is to clean something we haven't cleaned in a long time. And we discussed trend predictions for this new year. Everything we've chatted about today is at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. And if you've signed up for this week, by the way, my Monday morning emails, those will drop into your inbox later today. Keep sharing the show and leaving your kind, funny, and encouraging five-star reviews. It helps me to know that what we're making together is needed. Be on the lookout. Our Facebook community and book club will launch later this month. I'm just going to let you settle into the new year first. Thank you for listening. This is our show, and I love that you made it a part of your day. Today is a new day, and friend, I am cheering you on.